Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of Blush. I am Tiffany, and I'm here with my co-host, Hiva. Hiva, how are you doing on this lovely day? Hi, Tiffany. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, it has been a minute since we opened a show talking about our vaginas. Oh my God. I was actually hanging out with a friend last week who was like, hey, uh, when are you going to tell blah, blah, blah vagina story on the podcast? And I was like, shit, we have not talked about our vaginas in a while. I think everyone's missing it. I do too. I mean, during quarantine, we opened every single episode with a vagina story. It's like the world was in chaos and our vaginas were also in chaos with it. And ever since everything started opening back up and life going back to normal, I feel like our vagina is just like tucked away and now they're like not even a part of the show anymore. I know. New listeners probably don't even know about this. (laughs) What a tragedy. I mean, what a disservice to humanity. It's awful. So I do have a very small vagina update. It's not anything to get crazy over, (laughs) but... (laughs) I have decided I'm no longer going to get it lasered. Those that have been listening know that I stopped laser during the pandemic because of obvious reasons. Things weren't open. And now that, you know, it's summer, things are opening back up. We're unmasking. I want to unmask my vagina. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to go back to laser because I just don't think it was effective enough, to be quite honest. Yeah. I don't know if it's my Middle Eastern hair that is going against the laser. I I just feel like it didn't really work. That's one of the reasons why I've never done it. I think that our hair type is too resilient. It is. You cannot burn it off. It's like a cockroach. It can just survive (laughs) through anything. Nuclear holocaust. The pubes are still there. I will be God, but my pubes will just be living. So I have decided for the first time ever to get her waxed. Ooh, you haven't done it yet. I've never gotten it waxed before. I have made this decision. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be a journey that we all go on together. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on the waxing. Maybe I'll, we'll, I'll share some stories on our Instagram about me getting my vagina waxed. I'm really nervous about it because I've heard it's painful. I have heard that too. Okay. I have questions and I have a comment. Uh, are you doing full Brazilian? I think so. I think if I were going to do it, we let's go full fucking Monty. Yeah. And I hear the butt crack is actually the part that hurts the least for what it's worth. Now, does full Brazilian, I've heard mixed reports on this, include the entire butt or just the butt crack? So when I would get lasered, I would occasionally get full Brazilian as well during laser, which... It's almost like she's just sticking this little rod up your butt. I mean, I'm practically doing anal when I'm getting my puddle. (laughs) And it was always weird because she would never... I'd kind of go in and be like, have fun down there. So she'd be like, do you want me to go all the way up? Like, where should I go? Where should I not go? And I was like... I don't know. I trust you. Like, whatever you think is fit. So sometimes they would, sometimes they wouldn't. It feels really weird. You know, they do have to kind of, like, spread your butt cheeks, which is Mm -hmm. 
not a pleasant feeling. So. I, I can't say I've experienced with that. <laughs> also, I don't really have much of an ass. Like, I don't know what they'd be spreading. Uh, well, neither do I, but apparently enough for them to have to go deep in there. So, so yeah. Wait, what was the other one? Does it include the full butt or is it just the butt crack? Cheeks and all. Not cheeks, just your butthole. I might be willing to do it also. And then we can talk about it. But here's my dilemma. And this is a big part of why I've never done it. Okay, so if I were to do it, I'm like, okay, great, great, great. Definitely want the butt crack. But then I'm like, well, my whole butt is hairy. Like the cheeks (laughs) are hairy too. So like, could I just get the butt waxed? But then like, you'd be able to see my lower back where the hair stops. So like, there's no stopping it. I feel like once I start, it's like, can you just wax my entire fucking body i'm like it's kind of bizarre like hairball that you pulled out of the drain it's like patchy fucking patch adams over here <laughs> yep but actually though but okay if you are down for this journey should we go on this journey together and then give updates when we finally do it Let's fucking do it. You know, it's been a minute since I've done something experimental for the (laughs) podcast. I mean, remember in the beginning days, I was out there like hitting on men in the streets of Manhattan and doing all sorts of crazy shit in the name of experimentation for this podcast. I haven't done that shit in a minute. Let's do it. I'm down. We really haven't. Perfect. So you guys, if there's any reason to continue listening, it's probably this one. What a great segue to our topic of the week. (laughs) Super relevant, super on point. There's no transition. So like we're just going straight into it. This week we're talking about Mean Girls. You know what I don't like? I don't like the fact that there is a gender associated with it. And I have thought about this a lot. Why is it never mean boys? Because boys can be mean. Well, I think it's because like all boys are mean. (laughs) (laughs) Like we talk about nice guys because that's the more rare thing, right? And we talk about mean girls because that's the more rare thing, right? Like it's like you have to specify when you mean a nice guy. (laughs) That's so true. I never thought of that. I don't expect a man to have my back, even if he is an ex-boyfriend or or like a, a really good friend, the same way that I expect a woman to have my back. Yeah. I, I'm not talking about boyfriends. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, like Yeah, yeah. No, friends. you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's just, it's kind of criminal for women to not, at the very least, be chill with each other. But when we start trying to fuck each other over, it's like really... Like, we're already fighting society and shitty boyfriends and, like, whatever. Do we really have time to be fucking with each other also? And I have to say, you know, when you think of mean girls, you think of high school. I never really dealt with that shit in high school, to be quite honest. No, me neither. Uh, Like, high school, or well, at least our high schools were big. So we didn't have... It wasn't like that. Like everyone just kind of did their own thing. It wasn't like it was in movies. I dealt with it a lot in elementary school and then in college and then after college. (laughs) What would you say is your definition of like a mean girl? For me, it's someone who puts others down to elevate themselves. So I think you see it a lot in 
talking shit. And I mean mean-spirited shit talking. Like I had a friend who would talk about another friend of ours anytime she wasn't around and just kind of make fun of her, but not in a lighthearted, fun kind of way. It was a very like, oh, this girl isn't as cool as we were. You know, that type of thing. That to me, I think is the number one thing. Because again, as adults, I think that we're, for the most part, not saying shit to each other's faces too much. You know what I mean? Like we're not like on a fucking reality show. We're not out here having drunken fights. I think it usually presents itself in the way they talk about other people. And listen, I love a good gossip session, but I mean like a mean-spirited shit talking. There's just an air of I'm better than this person. Because we talked last episode If you are feeling extra crazy, you know, talk shit and let it out. There is a difference, though, where just like you're kind of like talking shit, being silly and then being nasty. Yeah, absolutely. Like what we were talking about is lighthearted. It's it's you know, it's funny. It's not I mean, like maybe it's a little snarky, but it's not that big of a deal. Like us sitting and making fun of the way Amrata is holding her baby in a photo isn't mean spirited. Yeah. And I also think it depends on the situation. Like it's one thing if you if I come to you, right, and I say so and so did this and it really bothered me and I kind of vent to you a little bit and then maybe I even ask you what do you think I should do how do you think I should handle it and I have just like an adult conversation with you about it it's another thing if I come to you and just ruin the person just like say Mm -hmm. all this shit about them also when they haven't really done anything Mm mm-hmm You know, Mm -hmm. like when it's not really warranted, when I'm not even speaking to the person, they're not even in my life. And I'm just sort of seeing shit about them for the sake of saying it. There's no purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that goes into like a mean, nasty territory. And I think it's even worse if let's, for example, say I had some sort of issue with you right? Let's just for example, and I needed to talk to someone about it. I am not going to go to someone that knows you. Let's just say, yes. first, do you know what I mean? Like yes. 1000%. W- yes. Because then that puts that person in kind of an uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. And I think there also has to be a level of like, no matter how you feel towards the person, a level of respect. Like I'm going to go to someone that has really nothing to do with the situation that I can just sort of vent to and it's a safe space. And look, in an ideal world, I just come to you and we have a mature conversation. But we're we're in this podcast. We're understanding. We're human beings. Sometimes we need to get shit off our chest. Sometimes we do need to vent. Sometimes there is a situation that we need advice on. I think like I wouldn't go to one of your our, our mutual friends and do that. Right. Yeah. Because at that point, you're kind of exiting shit talking territory and you're entering into like destroying someone's reputation territory. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Like it becomes more than it's definitely more than gossiping at that point. Like by choosing someone that that person is also friends with, you're essentially trying to get allies on your team against that person, whether you realize it or not. 
I think subconsciously that's kind of what's happening. 1000%. You know, we're, we're talking about this because I think definitely recently and in the past, I have realized that certain people I have been friends with or aligned myself with were mean girls. There was a lot of red flags that I saw, but kind of chose to ignore. I know exactly what you mean. Like what, for example? I don't want to put anyone on blast because there's one thing that me and Heva are not is we're not mean girls. I've never had the intention in my heart to hurt anyone's feelings. In elementary school and in college, I definitely have had some mean girl tendencies, but... I will say, and I think this probably applies to every single mean girl, it came from a place of deep insecurity. Yeah, of course. It's always deep insecurity. I will own up, though, that I really have. And and if you knew me in college, I think like I think that there were times where I had real mean girl tendencies. And it's partly because I was not cool in high school at all. And then I went to college and I was in this like really cool sorority. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh, look at me, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I I have deep regrets about it. But in my heart, I would say I've always been kind. And even in college and some of my mean girlist stages, I was also really kind to a lot of people who needed it. So yeah. But yeah, today I can say definitely we are not mean girls. No, we're not. But I will say, if you come for me, if you fucking come for me and I didn't send for you and you cross a fucking line, I will unleash. Like I have a line and I will bite my tongue and I won't say anything and I will play very nice and I'll ignore a lot of shit. But if someone crosses a line with me, If someone motherfucker, like I feel like Nicki Minaj right now, like I'm, you cross that fucking line, all bets are off. Like at that point, and it does take a lot for me to get there. I'm not, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm not that type of person. It, it takes a lot for me to get to that point. But if I feel like I've been wronged, especially if I feel I did nothing to deserve it, then I don't fucking care. And to echo on that, I can be pretty chill. But if someone fucks with someone I care about, that's when I get my nastiest. Like, (laughs) I'm just very loyal and protective of people that I care about. So I'm like, oh, yeah, let's fuck her up. (laughs) (laughs) And by fuck her up, I mean, let's talk kind of generally speaking about (laughs) general things that generally relate to this on a podcast. No, but honestly, because I will ignore a lot of stuff and I have, and that's what we're getting into. I have ignored red flags. And I think the biggest thing, and I will say the examples that I'm about to give personally aren't necessarily one person. There's, Mm -hmm. there's a few friends I've had that fault that have done these things. I'm not necessarily speaking about one person or maybe I am. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No. (laughs) and we'll call this entity of like mean girlness Gretchen Wieners they all kind of exhibit sort of the same behavior like I feel like this is a person we can kind of generalize because they do different forms of these things wait I have one question yeah why Gretchen and not Regina I know in mean girls Regina was the queen bee right but in my heart and that's a movie in my heart I don't think you can be a queen bee and be a mean girl. 
Like, I don't think, mm. I don't feel comfortable calling a girl that's mean a queen. You're not a queen. And I get mm. the movie did that, but I okay. can, I cannot give that. Cause I think if you're a queen, you're a genuinely nice person. But I do think Gretchen was actually the quintessential mean girl. Incredibly insecure, talked a ton of shit created a lot of the drama, was a terrible friend behind everyone's back. And she was the one that never changed in the end, right? Like she just found a different group of friends to continue talking shit about. That's so true. Okay, I want to ask you one more question before I let you get back on topic. (laughs) What about Blair Waldorf? Because I know we love her kind of, right? But she is kind of mean. I do think she's mean. I feel like though her meanness, and I'm not trying to defend Blair in any way, always serves some sort of purpose. Like she's never just being mean for the sake of being mean, which I think Gretchen was. Well, it was all stemming from insecurity, right? I think Blair always has a motive. She is also like me where you don't fuck with her. Like if someone crosses Blair, that's when the claws fucking come out. Yeah, that's true. Like Serena fucked her boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And did a lot of other things. She was just like a messy, difficult friend. That was her best friend. Like I don't blame Blair for being pissed and being like, fuck you guys. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. fair enough. (laughs) What do you think? I think that Blair has some serious mean girl tendencies. Yeah. So for me, what I really associate with mean girlness is the exclusivity. It's the like, you can't sit with us type of energy. You know what I mean? And Blair had a lot of that of like, is this person good enough to be friends with me? Like she wasn't just like kind to people. No, she was not. I agree with that. I think niceness is a very overrated trait, but I do think kindness is nice. And I do think Blair had a lot of, oh, this person isn't good enough for me. This person isn't good enough for me. And I'm not saying you have to be friends with everyone, but to create that much division, I think is very mean. That is one of the biggest red flags that I had with the Gretchens in my life was they did have that energy of you can't sit with us. Mm -hmm. And it was incredibly uncomfortable. And there were situations that I was put in multiple times that I felt really disgusted by, to be quite honest, because I feel like the worst thing you can do to someone is make them feel like they're not included for just the sake of it. Like there's no reason, especially when you don't want to include them, not based on their character or their personality, but based on things that honestly, I don't even feel comfortable like saying because it's so gross. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I'll I'll say it. It's probably like looks, socioeconomical status, shit like that. You know what I mean? It's totally fine to not include someone because A, you don't know them that well, or B, you just, you know, you have some kind of issue with them or someone you know has an issue with them or you don't like their energy or something. But to just be like, oh, this person isn't good enough to hang out with me because like they dress like this or because you know, whatever, their nose is too big or whatever, you know, that shit's not cool. No, it's not cool. And especially when you are so obvious about it, where the other person has an inkling and kind of knows what's going on. Like, at least if you're going to do that, be fucking discreet as shit. If you're going to be that gross 
at least have some fucking tact about it. And that tact, when it doesn't exist, it's like pouring salt on the wound. Yeah. I lived in Los Angeles for 10 years. Los Angeles breeds that kind of behavior. And so when I moved to LA after being in a place like DC where it's funny, like all my friends that I had in DC, I'm still really, really close to. There was a part of me that looked past it because it's LA culture. Like that's why I don't, you know, like it's part of how it is. It's part of how you get into clubs and you get into bars. It is based on certain things. So it's really tough when it's in the culture of the city that you live in to be like, this makes me uncomfortable. It's like, I can't change the city. I can't change how the city operates. But yeah, it made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, I totally understand that. It's funny. I really expected New York to be like that. In my experience, it hasn't been. But in all fairness, I haven't like gone clubbing since I've been here so I'm sure it's a different thing in that situation but in general I find people in New York to be very accepting because everyone's just like so fucking weird that it's just normal to be like different the whole point of this episode is to kind of share things that maybe you're seeing in a friend that you are looking past that I know I personally have looked away from a lot of the times when you're friends with a a girl that's a mean girl the things that she's exhibiting the behavior the toxic behavior that we're going to talk about and have been talking about isn't necessarily fully directed at you no it generally isn't and I think that's why it's so easy to fall for it because when you see someone who's mean to other people or about other people to you, but they're nice to you. It's so intoxicating and it makes you feel like so special that you just kind of ignore it. You're like, oh my God, but like she hates everyone, but she loves me. I must be amazing. Yes. But the thing is, she is turned on everyone and just like Gretchen, she'll she'll turn on anyone. You're not an exception. Yeah, she will turn on you eventually, like all of the Gretchen Wieners in all of our lives have eventually. Especially when you start to get kind of sick of her behavior. And if you ever decide to no longer be friends with her, there's nothing worse you can do to a girl that's mean than to stop being friends with her. Because that's like the power that they think that they have, right? So if you take that power away from them, it's like, wait, no, I was going to dump you as a friend. Like, you can't do it to me. And then they lose their shit. Yes. Like, if one of my friends decided to stop being friends with me, I'm not going to lie. I'd obviously be really hurt. But I don't know if I would be mad. I think I would be sad, to be honest. I would feel really hurt and sad. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be pissed at them. Whereas girls like Gretchen, they get angry. What do you think? Would you be more sad or mad? Definitely sad. Yeah, right? Definitely sad, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, you're right. Actually, I didn't even think of this one mean girl in my life from after I moved to New York. But she is such a Gretchen, so insecure. And when I really had, and it really was specifically because of the way she would talk about people that I was like, oh, I just cannot be friends with her anymore. And when I told her, she got so angry. I've lost touch with a lot of friends. Like, I don't think it's that crazy. You you move to different states. You, you know, get a boyfriend or whatever happens. And 
I've definitely been sad about it and I've I'll message and be like I miss you or something or and even if that feeling is necessarily reciprocated I never get angry unless they've done something to wrong me but I don't think not being my friend anymore is really wronging me yeah because at the end of the day we're adults like we don't owe anyone anything no if you don't want to be my friend anymore I completely respect that that's totally fine but aggression gets mad because it's like you said the power has been taken away yeah that's so true and I think the scariest thing comes from their insecurity is when they say things about their other friends to you that isn't really warranted like the the friend hasn't really done anything and I don't know if you've ever experienced this Eva where you're sitting there and you're listening and you're like wait what did this person do like why are you saying this about them like what are you upset about and then they say something that feels just like a dick and there's no there's no reason really for it. And then the scariest part part is they'll be like, yeah, I mean, da, 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 about her. But I mean, I do love her. And you're like, you love this person? Yeah, like you were just making fun of her weight, but you love her? Like, that's fucked up. This is how you treat people you love? <laughs> like, she's one of the nicest girls I know. I love her, but like she has had so much work done and honestly she does not look like that in person wait what what <laughs> what yeah literally I'm like I'm like just sitting there and my eyes are widening and I'm like how does that how does that go how does that work how did we get here I really think looks is something you don't touch on oh my god no never 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 when a woman talks about another woman's looks I can't even put into words how uncomfortable I feel yeah same someone honestly could do the most fucked up shit to me it doesn't matter how angry i am i would never attack another woman's looks especially not a fucking friend good god yeah it's the most fucked up thing yeah yeah i mean if you have a girlfriend that is critiquing another girl's body weight her plastic surgery, her social media, uh, not presence, because I do think there's some girls that are really fucking annoying on social media, but like criticizing the way she looks on social media. You have yourself a mean girl and I could write my fucking blood in the fact that she's probably saying it about you too. Yep. And if she isn't yet, she will eventually. As soon as... because. Yeah. Generally speaking, so long as you continue soldiering for them, you'll be on their good side. But at the instant that you maybe like prioritize yourself for a second, that's when you're in danger too. And that is another thing that triggers them. You said it perfectly. When you're not one of their little soldiers, when you're like, I'm taking time for me, when I'm doing my own thing, they want to kind of dictate and control your life in a weird way. Because they don't want friends. They just need minions. And I will say, I think another huge red flag with that whole situation is if she gets extremely threatened by someone that she feels is in any way better than her. Have you seen that? Women that get very triggered by other women that they deem are either better looking or getting more attention from guys that have better bodies and you can just see that they will get really fucking annoyed by that. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I had a friend in high school. This is actually probably the only mean girl incident in high school that I can think of who would get so mad if 
there was an implication that someone was prettier than her if someone did better in it like on a test than her I mean she would stop talking to there were three of us that were friends she would stop talking to me and the other girl if we like did better on a quiz than her um one time she stopped talking to her mom because her mom didn't say that she was like prettier than I don't know Cindy Crawford or some kind of supermodel like some kind of like like Angelina Jolie it was like someone famous like famous for being really beautiful and that her mom wasn't like no you're so much hotter yeah like she was just so threatened by anything that could be anyone that could be better than her in any way it's because they're incredibly insecure and so then they feel threatened and they won't be obvious about it either like they won't necessarily say oh I feel threatened by this girl because I think she's hotter than me. They'll find something else to kind of shit on her for. Because if they did say it, that would be fine. If someone said to me, hey, I'm threatened by this girl because they think she's hotter than me, I'd be like, wow, I I applaud your self-awareness. Like, even if that isn't like a desirable thing, I will still fuck with you because that's an amazing thing to be that self-aware and be willing to admit it. No, it's the fact that she'll be like, oh my God, she's such a slut. Like, did you see what she was wearing? You know, like that's what it'll turn into. Or she'll find ways to like delegitimize that girl's looks. Yes. Like, oh, well, she she's only hot because she's had work done. Like she's yes. only hot because like her parents are rich and like blah, blah, blah. She's only hot because like she doesn't have to work so she can go to the gym 12 hours a day. Or like, oh, well, she's not actually that hot. Like she facetunes all her photos. It's yes. shit like that. Yes, yeah. yes. All those statements. If you're friends with a girl that has said any of those things, fucking block her ass. Like yes. get her out. Because I'm telling you, if there's one thing, if she's saying this shit about any anyone else especially god if she's saying this about a friend if she is saying this about another friend it is a matter of time if she's not already saying it about you and honestly I think this is true for anything I mean if someone talks in a certain way about someone then they're gonna talk in that way about anyone else in that class of people so if someone says shit about their friends they're probably gonna say shit about any of their friends at any point if someone talks shit about I don't know waiters in a restaurant they're probably gonna talk shit about all waiters in a restaurant and it's just you have to pay attention to the way people talk so like sometimes I think about this like I'll complain about someone not in a shit talking kind of way but just like complain about someone I guess if the person that I'm complaining to did something similar I'd probably complain about that person too you know what I mean like it's not like it's not the best thing to admit but it's true just think about it in yourself we tend to have kind of uniform waves ways of behaving whenever you've come to me and said anything uh, being annoyed it was a situation that something had happened that you had a reason to be annoyed about Like it was warranted. Yeah. Or even like if I was overreacting or something, I wasn't just like making shit up. Something had happened. Like I wasn't just causing a problem for no reason. Something had happened and it bothered me, even if maybe like it wasn't, you know, I I may have been overreacting or whatever. It wasn't just because this person existed and it was a threat to me, (laughs) which is what it is for mean girls. Like this is like, like people I have real relationships with and 
sometimes shit happens. It's kind of like you complain about your boyfriend from time to time. It doesn't mean like you like it, not you as a human, Tiffany, yeah. the universal you. Yeah. <laughs> One does complain about their partner. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It just sometimes like shit happens and you get annoyed. A hundred percent. But we all know the difference between being annoyed someone did something to wrong you and just being a nasty, mean human being that is incredibly insecure. And I think that with social media, there's just more opportunity for mean girlness to come out. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And I think the biggest issue with the mean girls is... You can't confront them because I am the type, if you fuck with me, if you do something, I have no issue being confrontational. I'm not saying I'm a confrontational person, but I will first confront before doing anything else. Typically, and what I've experienced when I have confronted it, it has been such a passive response because I think Gretchen's the same way. They actually cower and hide. Like, The one thing I will respect about fucking Regina and Blair, if you confront them, they speak their truth. Yeah, that's so true. But I think a girl that's really mean, like just a mean person, when you confront that, there's no explanation. There's nothing to say. There's no, they're not in their power. They actually have no power. They're running off weakness. So there's no way of them getting out of this. So they just kind of deflect or they don't say anything. Yeah, I think it's one of two responses. Either they're defensive, deny, deflect, or, and I think this is a more strategic move, they kind of say nothing or something very adjacent to nothing. And I think it's it's a way of them trying to regain power again. Yeah. You know, it's like the shit I've done in the past where I'm like, oh, this guy's like, not going to text me. Cool. I'll take two days to respond to his text whenever he does. Like it's just, it's low self-worth behavior. It is. Cause if, if someone confronted me, even if I don't really give a fuck about them and they accuse me of doing anything, whether I did it or didn't do it, I will address the situation. Like there's mm-hmm. one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to like cower and be like, a little fucking bitch about it. Like I will hold my own. I will address the situation. If anyone has an issue with this podcast, feel free to fucking DM me. (laughs) If you're going to come say shit to me, I will defend myself. I'll say something back. But I've noticed people that are really weak, they like run away. And I think if you're a mean person, you're a weak person. They go hand in hand. Yeah, 1000%. I think that's another reason why I don't want to call them mean girls. Regina, because I do respect Regina in some ways for standing her ground and saying shit to people's faces. Yeah, yeah, you're spot on. And in the end, Regina actually wasn't a mean girl. She just had a lot of aggression. Yeah, she just wasn't like exercising enough was no. my understanding yeah, she, <laughs> she just, just was, she needed a little more movement that's all she just had a lot of pent-up aggression and wasn't channeling it correctly yeah <laughs> I mean who can't relate to that honestly 100 it's so relatable I think she's a victim like many of us of the society that we've set up where we're all indoors and on screens all the time instead of being allowed to run and be outdoors and these things that kids need adults need we all need I think she's a victim of modern day society a hundred percent and she couldn't help that everybody copied her like what is she supposed to do 
Yeah, is it her fault that she was so likable? Yeah, everybody wanted to be her. She was so hot, whereas Gretchen was the one that was so insanely triggered by that. Watch out for the Gretchens, not the Reginas. The Reginas will, like, if they're being bitchy, they probably just need to, like, work out or exercise, Whereas a Gretchen will actually fuck you over. So I think the takeaway here is if you know a Regina in your life, maybe suggest that they join some kind of like, uh, you know, young adult uh, sports team <laughs> league type thing. You know what I mean? They have these yeah. like little, like whatever, racquetball, whatever, sports, dodgeball type teams that you can join. And then if you know a Gretchen, block them. Block them and prepare yourself for the inevitable backlash. And the biggest thing that mean girls love to do is play the victim. They will yeah. find they will find a way, even if you're like with the right intentions, even if you do it in the most cordial, nicest way possible, they will somehow find a way to vilify you and victimize themselves. And that's another major fucking red flag. If in any interpersonal situation in their life, if they are consistently the victim. God, you're describing this friend that I had in DC to a T. I mean, I meet her. She, yeah, she's always the victim and everything. She was so mean to people, but she was so nice to me. And she's just like tall and pretty and really cool and really fun to be around. I was like, oh my God, she likes me so much and she hates everyone. Like, and it was just amazing. We're friends for a while. And then she starts being mean to me. And so then I start to be like, all right, I, (laughs) and I I still loved her. Like, I, I was just like, all right, she's in an irritable place right now. So I'll just kind of give her a little bit of space, like, because clearly I'm annoying her. And she did not take to that. Well, I didn't even say anything to her. I was just kind of giving her a little more room. Like, I wasn't, like, hitting her up to do stuff, whatever. Uh, And I figured once she had calmed down, like, maybe she was PMSing, I don't know, then she would reach out. And instead... She got so pissed and she went to every single one of my friends that she had met and tried to turn them against me and like used anything that I told her in confidence. And there were a couple of things that I told her that were like pretty bad. And I later heard from people. I mean, she would just go and like talk nonstop shit about me. Like one of my friends really fell into it. A guy friend of mine who it was a guy that I had friend zoned for a while. I don't blame him at all for falling into it. And he was like, listen, like I was so heartbroken at that point for like months and months. We later, you know, reunited and talked about all this. And he was like, you know, I was so heartbroken because, uh, you know, for months and months and months, I was like so into you and you clearly weren't into me. And I felt like you were kind of like leading me on, blah, blah, blah. So when she just started hanging out with me all the time and talking shit about you, like it was intoxicating and I wanted to feed into it too. But he was like, literally all we did was sit around and talk shit about you, <laughs> which is, I mean, I've like never been more flattered. Oh, you <laughs> should these be. these people's lives like revolved around yeah. me. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's it's that's exactly what they do, you know, and that's exactly why we're doing this episode, because this is a breed of person. There's not just one person that exhibits this behavior. It's not just been one person in my life. It's been a few. It's been in your life. Like Mm -hmm. as women, we've fallen to this trap of becoming friends with these girls. And it is very intoxicating at first. And then it typically. 
quickly goes really, really sour. Yeah, and one would think as we get older, it goes away, but honestly, it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. And I think that's why if you have really good friends in your life and you've known them for so long, just keep that. <laughs> yeah, so just don't make new friends. Just don't. But if you're going friends. to, definitely watch out for the yeah. red flags that we've listed so you can avoid those. And what would you say if someone has a friend in their life that they're already friends with, they're already close with, but as they're listening to this, they're like, you know what? Fuck. Like, you know, Shannon is really acting very Gretchen. Like <laughs> Shannon's a Gretchen. Uh, if you have someone close in your life, get a second opinion. My mm. second opinion is always my boyfriend because he is a he's like Sweden he's very neutral and really he doesn't care who I'm friends with but if Mm -hmm. I feel like if someone's rubbing him the wrong way I'm not saying I would stop being friends with them but then I kind of know oh and also men are very intuitive yeah if a guy doesn't like one of your girlfriends look sometimes they may not like her because they think she's like a bad influence sometimes they may see something you don't and they're because they're not in the situation they know you so I think if there's a guy in your life that is kind of like getting a bad feeling about it that's a huge sign know that it's not just you like there's definitely something there definitely stop telling them any personal information immediately like immediately Mm. stop divulging any of your personal life And I think the only thing you can really do is slowly weed them out. You can't do it all of a sudden because if you do it all of a sudden, you're going to raise a lot of red flags, but slowly just stop texting them, stop calling them as much, stop trying to make plans with them and really stop telling them anything that you wouldn't want to be posted on the internet. Yeah, definitely with anything you share with them, make sure it's something that you would be comfortable with the entire world knowing. The police, your parents, (laughs) everyone knowing because you never fucking know. That's so spot on. And then, yeah, do it like very casually, chill. Maybe still like comment on their Instagram photos and like really gas them up and stuff so they don't suspect anything and just give them time to replace you and then they won't give a shit. Yeah, more than likely they won't give a shit. There's also a really good chance that they do when it could get really messy and they can get really angry about it. But unfortunately, like that's it just kind of is what it is like you can't control other people I think that's pretty much it I mean it's crazy that as adults we still have to deal with this but you know what even even the Gretchens even the mean girls I genuinely and we've said this it's really coming from their own insecurities yes so keep that in mind and honestly like pray for them send them good vibes whatever it is you believe in because at the end of the day they're human beings too. And they don't, 100%. I'm sure like if they had their pick of things, they would prefer to not be so insecure and not be so mean. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure deep, deep down, they just wish that they were like a little more well-adjusted and they're victims too. So, you know, let's have compassion for everyone, but do prioritize yourself. Always prioritize yourself. And if you're listening to this and you're a mean girl, cut that fucking shit out. 
Yeah, do a little self-work, uh, you know, start exercising more. Uh, I should probably do both of these things. Yeah. No, but seriously, <laughs> I don't think any mean girls listen to this podcast. But if even if you're not doing all these things, look, we all occasionally fall guilty of doing these things. I'm not sitting here and saying I'm completely innocent and I've never in any way remotely done any of the things we've listed off. I Look, I can't think off the top of my head, but I'm sure I've teetered on the edge of being a little mean. I do have a biting sense of humor and I can sometimes cross the line with what I say. It's never with ill intent. I just joke around a lot. But even that, no excuses, even then. And I think if everything we said, I'm even going to take a step back and, and look at myself and be like, are there things I can be doing differently to not be like a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I really actually need to reflect on this. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think for the most part, I'm not that bad, but you know, there are things that I should be aware of and be more cognizant of. We all can be, we can, yeah. we all have room for improvement. Um, it's definitely alarming if you, you know, someone's exhibiting all of this behavior. <laughs> but I also think that if you're listening to this and you're kind of like, oh shit, I should re-examine my behavior. You're probably not a fucking mean girl. No. If you're listening to this and you're like, fuck that. I never do any of that shit. You might be a mean girl. <laughs> yes. If you're fine. Oh my God. That's so true. That's so true. If you're sitting there being like, I don't do any of these things. What the fuck are you talking about? No. Cause we all, even if you're not doing all of them or fully doing any of them, we teeter on the edge of it. Like we get close. Yeah. Listen, we're all everything. We're all mean girls. We're all nice girls. We're all crazy. We're all sane. Like we all have all yeah. of these things within us. I'm, no what is it? I'm a, a bitch. Yeah. I'm a mother. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a what? I'm a mean girl. I'm a slut. I'm a cunt. <laughs> Oh, my parents would be so proud. <laughs> I hope they listen to this one. I really hope so, too. <laughs> For the giveaway this week, Hiva, what, are, what do they have to do in order to enter the giveaway? And I, I can provide this week's giveaway. Ooh, okay. I have a feeling it's going to be a good one, so we'll do a tiered entry system. <laughs> so... <laughs> So if you screenshot this episode, put it in your stories and tag at blush pod, you'll automatically be entered once. If you write a five star review, screenshot it and send it to us, then you'll be entered twice. And to get a bonus bonus entry, send this episode to a mean girl in your life. And you know what? We'll just take your word for it. Honor system. You don't have to screenshot that. <laughs> Honor system. Just DM us and we'll enter you a third time. Yes. Do not call out the mean girl and get her associated with this podcast. The last thing we need is mean girls coming after us. Yeah, seriously. If you enter all these things, I will give you a special behind the scenes look at my waxing process. Now, Ooh. that doesn't mean I'm sending pictures of my vagina to you. Let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I might send you a picture of the lady that does the waxing, okay? Like, that's a behind-the-scenes look. I'm just picturing all the dudes that listening listen to this podcast being like, fuck, like, I don't know any mean girls in my <laughs> life to send this episode to. Like, who the fuck am I supposed to send it to? <laughs> 
God damn it, I have to be entered a third time. <laughs> also, the guys listening to this are like, what the fuck is going on with you bitches? Why are women acting like this? Yeah, seriously. I, men are just bewildered by <laughs> women's behavior towards each other. Because guys are so like, like, fan guy recently got in kind of a fight with someone, not a physical fight, but a fight with someone while playing basketball. And the next day they're like broing out. (laughs) This is how men are. (laughs) They don't give a shit. If that was a woman, like she would have orchestrated like 12 of her friends to start hating her. There's a Facebook group dedicated to how much she hates her. (laughs) They'd be like dissecting her uh, Instagram. Like, uh, you know, she'd have like four voodoo dolls. She'd have like some hexes out against her. It's truly the way women hate other women. It's an art form. Like there it's is a talent. It is really dedication and like time spent to really fucking dissect. Which I, you know, personally I don't understand. If you're not in someone's life anymore, like why the fuck do you care what they do? Yeah. I only, and this will be the last thing to say, I only actively will get annoyed if someone's in my life. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I will say one other caveat. I think if you talk shit about your ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend, I don't think you're a mean girl. I think you're just hurt. I think that's fine. And I think that's fair. Yeah. So I don't think that's mean girl behavior. I mean, obviously don't talk shit to her, but I understand if you're hurt, you know, you're sad, you're mourning, you're grieving and your ex is dating some new chick and you want to talk shit about like how ugly she is, I'll give you a pass for that. That's Yes, fine. pass on that. If you have any questions, feel free to DM us. <laughs> yes, we would be happy to clarify what exactly makes a Gretchen and what does not. Yes, because I'm sure we could do another whole fucking episode about this. There's so <laughs> much. Honestly, if the Gretchens don't stop, we might have to. Yes. We'll see what happens when this airs, but we might be back. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. We will not we will not say this is the last episode that we talk about mean girls. I can just picture people be like a year from now being like, hey, uh, remember when the podcast was like about vaginas and dating and stuff and now all they talk about are mean <laughs> girls? It's like every fucking week. You guys tuned into this vague reality show. We're not even sure what exactly the drama is, but clearly something's happening. It's so true. Listen, if this gets listens, we will do it every fucking week. I don't give a shit. If you guys like this kind of content, this is now that kind of podcast. It's just toxic girlfriend friendships it's no longer about Hiva's love life or dating or my fucking slutting around no or my relationship or whatever the fuck is going on in my love life it is just about that we'll take we'll give whatever you guys want to take really (laughs) all right love you guys bye guys